Hello, welcome to Shay's Pills Podcast. That was a sorry, oh my god. Um, welcome to Shay's Pills Podcast. I'm your host, Shalan, aka Shay. Hello, how are you? How are you doing? Uh, it's Friday, which means Behind the Streams podcast episode is here. Now, if you're wondering what that is, Behind the Streams is a conversation I have with Irish content and streamers. Uh, con- basically content creators and streamers that's what I'm trying to say Shalane. oh jeez um, basically uh, we have a conversation with them and get just to get their thoughts on certain things um, and today's guest is Fawn Gaming he's a small streamer from Monaghan and I know him from being a, he's a moderator as also so we, we were kind of talking about moderation as well in the, the episode today so he moderates for Kea and another podcast uh, podcast Jesus stream he also has been in a couple of podcasts so he knows what he's talking about um, also there is a slight delay um, in the responses on the recording do not be afraid nothing is wrong with your phone or the wherever you're listening to it's just the discord is where we're recording it from so there was a slight delay but uh please be patient and just listen i guess <laughs> uh with that enjoy the episode and i'll see you after the chat lovely um so for anyone who doesn't know who you are tell us a little about yourself uh, so my name is francis i I am an Irish streamer, a variety in that sense. I go by name uh, Fun Gaming, or as some people refer to me, Fun or uh, Fun. Uh, basically, yeah, uh, Fun in a posh accent. <laughs> so I live in Monon and I mainly play Dead by Daylight uh, in that sense, but also I do. Uh, Warzone and also division content. How did you get into streaming? I originally got into streaming from, uh, I think it was GamerFest originally. Okay. I was at GamerFest and I met up with uh, Platinum Jack, who had been streaming at the time, and all cast Irish gamers. Mm-hmm. And just out of interest, we were discussing at the event to our games and Jack it always beyond me you know you should try it I go well I don't have the internet for it and he goes I should give it a go anyway so if it was two days after Jack messaged me and he just goes I should set up the account there and he basically showed me how to set up with the playstation uh, the first time we tried it I think it was Sniper Elite 4 we tried with it and uh it went for the first five minutes and then crashed. Oh no. <laughs> oh, then I figured out um, you could use Hotspot uh, from the phone. So that worked on and off. There was times I had to reset the Hotspot like, to get stuff working. But it go for about a good two hours before any crashes. And then recently enough, then we got uh, better internet. So the streams have been working for longer. That hasn't been any issue in that sense. But it, it was funny the way that worked, like from starting like that and then building. And we've got that many memories just from it. But yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And then there was other people along the way that just kind of helped in between. 
Um, so you said it's mostly Dead by Daylight and Words on You mostly stream, right? Yeah, it's been more Dead by Daylight at the because um, you had, you know, the, well, the hacker controversy in Mojo. Mm. We had a few issues where the actual Twitch account tried to get hacked while was in the process of being hacked. And we, I managed to stop it, but we also found out where the hack was come from. Oh. Russia. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's what the original hack was from. So we had done a stream literally the night before. So we were thinking maybe somehow they got, you know, information trying to get in or it's a forced hack. So I haven't really been on Warzone since then. Yeah. I was kind of letting it die down a bit, but I'm probably going to go back on this week because uh, apparently they are doing a Halloween event this year. Mm-hmm. So I'll be back on and see what it's like. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, it's not the greatest, but um, from everyone saying about it, it's uh, it's better. It's not as good as last year's, um, whatever that means, because I didn't actually play it last year because I, I only started Warzone this year. But um, what has been the most memorable moments you remember from your first few months streaming? Um, let's see. Probably making Platinum Jack a mod. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anyone that doesn't know, when you make someone a mod, uh, mods are basically they control your chat, but also they can add commands to nightbot or streamlabs uh, within your chat they don't actually have to go into their programs themselves so we were in the middle of playing their video light um, we had a full party going in and halfway through it all i could hear was uh, one of the other people in the chat uh, or one of the other people in the party chat uh, evil laughing i'm sure i have thought she's laughing and she's just look at your chat and I looked over, and all I could read was the Platinum Jack <laughs> is sneaky and in power, and it sounded just repeating on screen. I was going, "What the hell did you do?" <laughs> He's just putting in commands, but it was brilliant because the even the people in chat you know didn't start doing the commands. And also, um, Nightbot had developed. He's he had started blocking certain words, so ooh got banned. So he figured out a way around you and everything. So it started going up on the stream and everything. But I was one, and I think the other one was uh, the time we we just decided we were going to do Warzone for an entire week. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't realize that there was a glitch in certain parts of the map. So uh, our vehicle went through the entire map, <laughs> but it didn't show up we were playing. Yeah. So we got out of the map and started running randomly around taking shots. Found out we had killed two people before we did. <laughs> we couldn't see any of this. All we could see was us running onto the map. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was one of the funniest glitches we ever had. And that also happened with Debbie Daylight, where we think it looked like we were a mile away from the killer and then. Either we just stopped on a hill randomly in mid-air, mm-hmm. or the killer would hit us. And then we come up with the term uh, being hit from Narnia. 
Sehr confused, Lars. What's your process on your streams and your socials for your planning of it, really? Um, so, what I try to do is when well, now that I'm back at work, because I wasn't in work there due to an injury, mm-hmm. and when I'm back at work now, I've I've basically informed everyone that I always try and do a stream from about eight, half eight on every evening. Mm-hmm. And that two days a week I wouldn't be doing streams. So I planned kind of Monday and Thursday so far there wouldn't be a stream on. That that'd be kind of the nights that people in Discord wanted either private coaching or they just wanted the game or something else. We'd set that up. And we just do that within the Discord and have a laugh. And then kind of planning before stream. Uh, first thing I check is um, testing the internet on the PlayStation. Because just uh, there are times when I don't do it, I be kind of go in the middle of the stream. Mm-hmm. So I hope this doesn't crash. <laughs> That's just the thought that comes back. What but, uh, was... Oh yeah, but like, do you know you you stream through your PlayStation, right? Yeah, I stream through PS4, and then I have the PS5, but I only stream either PS5 exclusives or kind of demos through the PS5. It's to give oh. everyone an idea of new games coming. Out. Okay. Um, who is your favorite video game character? Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite video game character. Um, if I had to go with probably from growing up to now, it'd be Cloud Strife. Uh, basically, he's the main character of Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. And throughout the game, he he doesn't have a full memory of himself in that sense. He has, in a sense, PTSD uh, from earlier events. But the idea of his personality, and even though he's suffering from the effects of PTSD, mm-hmm. it doesn't stop him doing. It doesn't stop him doing what he believes in. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, that's where I look at things. Even though, like something could be. Well, happening in life, I don't let it stop me, you know, doing things I want to, or just plan ahead. Mm-hmm. What was your first video game you ever played? Um, first video game I ever played was Tanks. Okay. Which is on a bootleg or a bootleg Nintendo controller. <laughs> so. On the real old tellies, you had, you know, your yellow, your white, and your red. Mm-hmm. So you plugged them three in. One was sound, one was video, and that was the last one. I think the last one was maybe for the controls. And, uh, yeah, Tanks was the first game on it. Uh, me and my dad used to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, we literally spent hours in Tanks. <laughs> and if we... It wasn't just the fact um, it was about a thousand levels and you had to complete them all. 
with the fact you could do multiplayer and it was just the strategy of figuring out where someone was going to go on the map and if you had a lot of players you'd be there and you'd be second guessing yourself on what corner turn because you only had maybe a certain amount of shots in that sense uh, but then there was like there's a few thousand games and that but thanks was probably no spammer What was a popular game that everyone seemed to love, but you didn't like? I get a bit of heat for this. Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay. You know, you're you're the second person that said that, so no shit. Yeah. At the time when Fortnite came out, um, I think it was the way it was portrayed in the video trailers. Mm. You know, the initial trainers for the game it looked more like a kid's game now it was kind of tailored well from the trainers i remember it was tailored as basically a fun shooter mm -hmm. but then a lot of the characters the models you know was more to a kid's aesthetic that was at the time and even though I suppose it is still that way, but the fact I think they brought more stuff in, I think that's what differs it now. But it's just the original opinion, that's kind of what it's seen from. Mm. Like, you know, a lot of my friends loved it at the start, and they would get me to play it, and then I was going, I don't know, I don't think I'm going to like that, because at the time I didn't really like shooters. Mm-hmm. It was only when Call of Duty Modern Warfare came out that I got back into actually shooters. I took a break for nearly five years. Was there a reason why you took a break for so long? Uh, it was at the time. It was one of the Call of Duties, and I know that the game I had for it literally would not work. Oh. <laughs> <It got, laughs> You were playing and I took a shot and even though I knew it was the end of the person, the person mm -hmm. could stand still, shot never hit. I don't know why it was, it just never worked and even in multiplayer, mm. um, like in the single player I wouldn't work and then the multiplayer was even worse because people would say I'd be standing still even though I'd be moving around the entire map. Because mm. <laughs> I was actually saying this to someone yesterday. Um... I, it's I would say the same. I I tried um CS:GO Counter Strike for the first time in I think I'm gonna say it was a year now, and I tried it two days ago, and I'm so used to Call of Duty compared to CS:GO. It's just the movements and everything, and the head. I couldn't even get a shot anymore. I was like, okay, I can see why I gave this game up. Yeah, it's so different. It's so different, like the movements, like you're walking really slow in, in CSGO and then in like Call of Duty, you're like running fast. Like the movements are so different. Um, yeah. And like I couldn't even get a headshot, which was embarrassing. Yeah, CSGO, it's, it kind of follows the, well, it's probably around before, but um, do you remember the real old tongue Clancy games? Or would you ever yeah. see it? Yeah, yeah. So it was very like that. That's I think that's where the basis for CSGO was. 
it was the fact that it, it's slow and tactical movement mm-hmm. and then more precise accuracy. I think that was the portrayal of it. But it does fit the bill in every aspect when you are playing it because I know one of my friends is big into CSGO. Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be flat out playing it. And any time they do, uh, they do some online tournaments, but he'd be playing and he'd get very high up in the tournament, but he'd, he'd never really get the post place, but he'd keep trying and he goes, yeah, I just have to go more carefully, you know, around this section, but he, he'd have the entire map from memory. He can actually move about an entire area and he'd be figuring out, well, you know, I'm going to go here, I'm going to dodge this corner. Mm. Or he'd have certain errors and it's mad the precision he goes to. But like that's as he said, that's the way the game played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I it's kind of crazy because I mean at the time when back in 2016 is where I kind of started gaming properly. That CSGO was the game to play. Yeah, it had a massive volume and still does it. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, I was at um the CSGO Ireland group on Facebook, but like ever since I, I left it a few years ago, so like, I, um, I don't know what's it like now, the trend of it, but I think a lot of people did move over like to Warzone and other games compared to, to Call of or Counter-Strike, so I guess not many people probably wouldn't be playing it as much compared to them, but uh, if you had to live in the world of the last game you played, what world would that be? That would be nice. I'd be stuck in the bloody hellscape. <laughs> Do you have a favourite character in uh, Dead by Daylight? Um, or Avatar, should I say? To be honest, I, in Dead by Daylight, I use a character called Meg, mm-hmm. and the only reason I used her was um, the time her perks were speed. So basically, uh, her perks are basically she's a chaser. She'll get away from the killer, but she'll also be able to rescue other characters fairly easy. And I just kind of stayed with the character <laughs> through the game. And by this point in the game, you unlock perks with multiple different characters but they can be brought over to a character later. So I have every perk on that character. So every perk in the game is on one character at the moment. <laughs> so, commitment. If you could delete one video game forever, what would it be? No pressure. One video game. And. And. Uh, no, Anthem. Um, Anthem was a PlayStation game. I think it was meant to be released 2017 or 18. Uh-huh. Basically, it was it was taking inspiration from me. Halo and Open World Adventure. It was like the world was kind of dying and you had to restore it. But it was like you were in uh, Iron Man suits, basically. But they look more like he- he- yellow in that sense. But uh, I know it got released on day one and it was just completely broken, people had said. But 
it was the most hated game ever released. That's oh, what it's wow. been. But yeah, Anthem, that's what it's called. Oh, jeez. Uh, do you think uh, PC gamers are more superior to console players? I know it is a big topic. You see a lot online about it. Um, in my opinion, right, there's some games that might work better on PC or console. It just depends in the sense of both keyboard and mouse versus control. But I know for a fact that there is many things that people play on PC that, you know, could be a lot easier on console and vice versa. I think in a sense, even with the console PC, there's no real superiority. I know they do say you've got the console wars and I think it's the mastery of some PC, isn't it? That's the kind of ideal. Uh, the boat the have their ups and downs. I, like, to be honest, I'd say there's no superior in that sense. I know if you take it in terms of, like, as I was saying, Dead by Daylight, for mm-hmm. console players, it's very hard to use a character known as the Huntress, those hatchets. So if you're on PC, um, you can use the mouse to kind of EM up and down, where on console, you have to try and predict, like, there's an arrow in the middle of your screen, <laughs> and that's, that's kind of your direction. Very hard on console to do it. And then on PC, I know there's that singer who's meant to be extremely hard on PC, but on console, it's very easy. And that's just a control scheme of each different name. So I think there's ups and downs in each, but there's no real superior, I don't think. Mm. Uh, this is a bit of a more of a serious question. What needs to be done by gaming companies, streaming networks like Twitch for female streamers? Um. Now, well, I think in night, in night of a lot of stuff happening recently. Mm-hmm. In terms of female streamers with Twitch, I know Twitch has been cracking down a lot lately on those. There's actually a few streamers in particular Twitch crackdown. The crackdown on a girl called. I think it was Velvet Seven, who she got banned last year, mm-hmm. and the only reason she got banned was because of her clothing. But yeah. she was wearing normal clothing. It was just the fact the type of body she had kind of emphasised through her clothes. If you understand what I mean? Yeah. So she got banned, and she only got on banned there a week ago, and twitched. She sent her a letter stating the reason that they had unbanned on her. And now she has done three streams since, uh, wearing the same clothing she would have at the time a year ago. And she's allowed to do that now. But if you think about from the time she got banned to now, you've had, you know, different controversies with female streamers. Like, I know, right, you had the hot dog thing, I know. It got out of hand with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But that's because of a the reason that exists was because of a loophole at the time. Someone's seen Twitch. But for, I think for female 
streamers on Twitch. What Twitch needs to look at is that female streamers will tend to get a lot more hate than male streamers. In a sense, it's not just Stephen uh, Gaiman. There's a lot of problems, I think, on Twitch where Twitch doesn't see the side of that you could have people being hateful in chat. Uh, here from chat, there's the controversy of stalking, which I've actually recently seen a lot. I see a lot of people on Twitter about that, but I know there was someone who did statistics on Twitch a while ago. And they were looking at male and female streamers. And there was a lot more here, like, he targeted female streamers. So I think Twitch does need to do something about that. That they should have maybe extra options in chat or some kind of moderation system there. Um, I think there shouldn't be as hard on female streamers as well, just in terms of, you know, how a female streamer is portrayed on Twitch compared to a male because like a female streamer and a male streamer there shouldn't be any difference in that sense mm-hmm. there should be equal property and I don't think Twitch sees it that way I think Twitch kind of I think Twitch is hardwired in a sense that they target someone like it's nearly a threat hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to actually explain. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I know there's, there does need to be more done along uh, just the issues of targeting and hate in that sense. But in another way, I think Twitch needs to realise that in terms of female streamers on the platform that they want to do exactly the same thing as everyone else. I think Twitch should actually be more lenient and willing to look at female streamers because I know you had the leaks recently with the earnings leak and from that it actually found out that there is a lot more uh, males partnered than female and apparently there is a lot more females requesting to be partnered now which is brilliant to see you know in that sense there's more people will, willing to put time into touch you are you're a moderator as well as a streamer aren't you uh, yeah i moderate on well i moderate on two channels one occasionally uh which is um the lock and load uh he's a wild streamer and then i moderate on uh kaya's channel as well um compared to t- from streaming to moderating um what do you prefer watching more of people's streams when you're moderating or do you just keep an eye more on the, the audience or to chat really um to be honest, when I'm moderating, it's kind of a mixture of both. Uh, so, if chat's quiet, 
Like I'll watch the stream, but of course the way uh, if you're modding a stream, you can activate mo or moderator mode, so mm -hmm. you can still see the stream, but you can also see the chat. You can see different things that are going on. So I'll watch the stream, and every say maybe minute or two minutes, I'll take a quick look at chat, look back. But if I think that there is a lot of people in chat, I'll kind of focus on chat and still listen mm -hmm. to the stream. So it's, it depends if chat's quiet, I look more to like I'll focus watching the stream. Mm -hmm. But in a sense, I probably actually enjoy more watching the stream than I do moderating, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll still I'll still keep moderating a priority in that sense. I won't let everything kind of go out of control. <laughs> um what have you learned from your mistakes when you were streaming? I never walk with a kill. <laughs> By accident, me and uh, two lads were into a match, and I don't know why I, st I started just pointing at the killer, and he ran away, killed both my friends, and left me out of the gear. And I ended up, I didn't go out to get it. I more or less told the killer to kill me. But the lads were going mad, like, what the hell are you walking with the killer? I'm like, I didn't. All I did was point at him. <laughs> so I was wondering, I, I kind of through that. But in terms of, uh, in terms of actually streaming myself, uh, I kind of, sort of a mistake I made at the start was, I kind of worried a bit too much when I was live. I remember in the early times. So I've been streaming, I think, a year and four months. Oh, no, wait. No, maybe a year and six months I've been streaming. And in, like, now when I'm streaming, I still, like, I still look to chat, I still check it, I still, like, I make sure everything's alright, but I won't be kind of as nervous talking, or <laughs> I won't be constantly checking, like, other bits of the stream as much, mm -hmm. I get more confidence in myself in that. I remember originally when I was starting stream, like, I'd be talking to Jack in that uh, chat, and then if another person come in, I'd be talking to them and then like, I'd be going back to playing a bit and I'd be so freaking nervous I'd be thinking if I mess up here people see this <laughs> I'm scared shit to see that and now sure if I mess up it's like just everyone having a laugh and no one really minds <laughs> so I think there's different bits of that and I think we've got a lot more confidence from that and I think the only other thing I kind of made the mistake of was I, yeah, I went into, I went into another person's chat who wasn't Irish mm -hmm. and I asked any crap. And they took that the completely wrong way. So instead of the sense of any crack, they thought I was asking for jokes. Oh. And uh, I ended up getting banned from that. 
Oh no. Sätter an bara och kastar sig in i vårt chat. Och Han är värst i en vanlig bush. Ja, jag alltid vet att om jag går till someone stream that's not Irish I literally put in brackets the translation of what any crack or what's <laughs> just in case yeah so, yeah what would your what would um, advice be for a new content creator or streamer uh, my advice for I suppose yeah my advice for anyone new start off with whatever way you like. So if you play on PlayStation, just start off with your PlayStation connected Twitch. Um I suppose if you don't have let's say you didn't have a laptop, you can use your phone to track chat on Twitch as you can. Uh there's also an option on PlayStation you have to see chat, but um through that you know start at your own pace. Um, you don't have to you'll be flying in and streaming every day even if you want whenever you feel comfortable with stream started that even if you only stream once a week I know I helped out three or four people who recently started streaming and my advice was like whenever you want to stream so show Natty streams every Saturday as a stroke wolf and the key streams every Saturday and streams of Warzone, you might do a half an hour of that. And mm-hmm. then from PlayStation, you have to actually stop your broadcast before you can stream another game. He does like a half an hour of Warzone and then uh, I think he's doing Ghost of Shima as well. But, so uh, he does that and I've run in, like I went in a few times just to see how he's getting on. And he seems to get on well. And then for another person there on PC. So this again for them I said they don't need to worry about, you know, having a camera straight away. Cause they were kinda of shy, you know, that they were they kinda of asked me at the start, uh, did they need a camera? And I said, you don't need a camera straight away. And they were really shy about I suppose showing their appearance on stream. So I told him, no, you don't have to get a camera straight away. But if you wanted, you could you could just play the game. And then you could just have your voice through headphones or even if you had a, a microphone, you don't have to be too worried about that. And just to take your time. And if you feel nervous, don't worry. Sure, if you have one or two people in chat and even if they weren't talking, just play the game and sure, start talking a conversation yeah just go along a bit bit. and I told them like if they had any problems or I felt something wasn't going right just send a message and I'd pop in that's what I've tried to do every so often what's the plan for your streams in the future Uh, streams in the future I kind of want to I want to build the stream kind of uh, include everyone so my idea originally when I started streaming I had the concept of 
that people see a game before the play. Mm-hmm. That was the original concept. And the one people did see that and they actually they were glad that I was able to show them like different games to play and kind of how you play a game because that's kind of where now the coaching's come out of. I have a lot of people like they don't know how to play a Debbie Daylight or if they're trying to play a killer, give them advice on how to play a side killer. Um, I kind of want to do now the fact that I have people in Discord that have been seeing like to play certain games or they'd like to try something else. I want to kind of include them more in streams or even just in general when I'm gaming. So I suppose in a way I want to include more people, but I kind of want to build like a kind of friendly community, a supportive community in that sense for even anyone that's streaming or even people that just watch streams and play a few games. So my plan for the future is just kind of to incorporate that more, to include more people. Um, Otherwise, just enjoy the times. Would you be thinking of going to TwitchCon in 2022 in Amsterdam? I was actually looking a lot into it there recently. And (laughs) I think I will be going. (laughs) I've even, I went into uh, walk there as soon as I went back and uh, I literally went, question, and the manager's going, what? Let's see when we get the chance to work holidays there. Could I just uh, book, you know, certain dates all straight away? And he goes, why? And I go, well, uh, we leave in the country. <laughs> Badger nearly had a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what do you mean you're, li- you're leaving the country? You're only back. Like, oh, no, no. Like, it won't be st- straight away, but it'll be a few days and come back. And he goes, oh, yeah, probably do that. And I go, yeah, but it's not straight away. It was straight away. And he goes, oh, thank you. Fuck. But, um, yeah, literally, I basically, we can't record this for next year straight away. Like, mm-hmm. we can't do it till around the start of January. So basically, I've already put a note down in advance <laughs> that uh, I'll be booking certain days off and plan is definitely for CoachCon. Do you have any favorite Irish streamers out there you watch and enjoy their streams? In a sense, I'd watch Platinum Jack whenever he's on. I'd watch him a lot. Uh, Jack Sept- Septicay, I watch him. I'd say literally every time he's on, I watch a good two, three hours of his streams, kind of between kind of break a walk if he's on, or just if I uh, was in game at the time, I could be editing, I'd have his stream on. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, in a sense, I watch, <laughs> I kind of watch more. Smaller streamers than old larger. Mm. In that sense, I know I've. I kind of jump between. Suppose I watch. I'm still watching recently. So I'll actually uh, come back to that person, but um, no, like I'd watch. Uh, 
all cast Irish games. Mm. Uh, you, you will go into a lot of uh, games that haven't or haven't released or to get early demos of games and to play a lot of indie games. And also uh, the Jackbox or the Jackbox party nights. Uh, I'd get involved in them a lot because uh, you just have Minion and Pesto and or <laughs> Pesto and just go mad like it's so many answers. If somebody answers, I don't know how to get away with it on stream because <laughs> if Twitch had a thing to look at Warden, then <laughs> well, there'd be a lot of conflicts. But um, yeah, no, the I've recently been watching a, a lot of kind of funny games. They'd be the ones to start recently watching. I I heard about them through a podcast on BC. They're a uh, kind of English American group because mm-hmm. they're based, they're kind of based between both uh, areas. But no, I like them because they're comedy and humor, mm-hmm. and especially they're doing um, escape simulator. Oh, okay. it's like a, it's like escape rooms, you know. But uh, it's just funny when they get trapped on a person, and uh, when the lads is just wrong. What the hell do we get out of here? <laughs> and like, you roll under the mic, he doesn't even realize it's real. And all the rest of them trying to calm him down. One by just with that out, man. I suppose, and then there'll be RT Game. I'd watch him a lot. I, I've watched him since I actually found out about Twitch. Mm. Um, literally, I met him and I met uh, Jack Septica at events. Would have been a few years back. Um, there were uh, small gaming events that were in Dublin at the time. I remember I, I met Jack Septic before I actually knew. And I didn't realize that, you know, who he was at the time. And then I popped into his stream the first time and I remember telling him about it. And he actually, he actually remembered it. And he goes, I mean, you didn't know me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you could laugh about it and then or the game I actually met him over in Galway at one stage and he was doing a, he was doing a fundraiser at the time I think mm. it was for children in need so um, it was brilliant to see him there and then just the fact that they were very down to earth in that sense mm. um, I think that's one thing I've found through even watching people's streams. People that are down there had watch more. Like, uh, I think that's why I kind of sick me into a small stream as well because you know, most of the streams are just chilled out and mm-hmm. they're not kind of worrying about you know how many people are in the stream or what's going on in the stream, they just kind of, you know, relax the game and just chat away. So if anyone wants to follow you on any of their social media and Twitch, what is your, where can they find you? Uh, so on Twitch, it's fun underscore gaming underscore. Because someone took fun underscore game. And has since disappeared off Twitch. <laughs> Apparently, I can't get the name changed. <laughs> oh, let me go back to the final. 
or won't let it go back to fun on the score <laughs> in that sense. Um, so yeah, on Twitch, yeah, basically the extra underscore after the game and uh, every other social media, it's just fun underscore gaming. And I, I think on Facebook, I had to put a one. It's fun underscore gaming one. Um, to be honest, I just put updates on it. Um, it's mainly just an update. Uh, page because as soon as an update goes through Instagram, it'll go through Facebook. That can work. Nice. Oh, well, thank you so much for doing this. I do appreciate it. I know, problem at all. <laughs> I was kind of glad to be on, or it was good to be back on the podcast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, fans, for doing the podcast. Make sure to follow him on his social media, as he said there. Um, check him out on Twitch and give him a follow. And also check him out on Twitter. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, everyone. I will be back next Friday, once again, at midday, with a new episode of Behind the Streams. If you want to check out me, I am Shalano on Twitter and on Twitch and Shalano Gaming on Instagram and Facebook, I believe, if I remember. Yes, yes, I'm just going to say yes. Um, also, with that, if you do listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to review this. Uh, it will help me and the podcast and get more recognisable in Ireland and elsewhere on the podcast list, I guess, really. Uh, don't forget to share the podcast episodes as well. And... Um, I will see y'all very soon. Enjoy your weekends and uh, I'll see you guys all next time. See you later.